Hey everybody, thanks so much for tuning back in to another episode of Let's Talk. This is Amina Bell, and this is Let's Talk. <laughs> um, so actually, before I go into the topic that I really want to talk to you guys about today, I want to backtrack and talk a little bit about um, the last episode where I ran down, rampage the movie, and talked a little bit about how ladies are portrayed in Hollywood and um, gave you some tips. Well, I had somebody give me a message. I got a messenger, and I love messages. Um, so I wanted to air the message for you guys so you could just hear someone else's perspective uh, about what we talked about. And if you're not, um, excuse me, if you're not familiar with the episode, you can definitely go ahead and check that out um, and get caught up on it so you can know what we're talking about. But for those who heard it, um, our listeners caught up, this is a little snippet from another listener. And this is his input on uh, what was said. So I'll let you guys check that out. Yes, old Amina Bell, what's going down? It's your boy, Mr. Hurd. Just got done checking out the episode five of Let's Talk. And I have to say... Good show. And I agree with you. Hollywood is definitely overdoing it with the uh, well, they're well beyond overdoing it with the whole um, damsel in distress role with the woman. You know, it's kind of like the whole um, the cat off the side of the stage thing where, you know, every time you hear something or see something thrown off the stage or thrown or something falls or breaks in a movie, you hear the cat and the side. It's kind of like that. It's one of those old 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 redundant things and i think what hollywood is really showing us now is that they're they're losing touch with the fan base or that they never really was in touch with the fan base to begin with so yeah i, I think we do need to see that change and i would love to see that kind of change also with the health tip i think the best way to lose weight is to really just work out man really really give it a hundred percent Right, so that was Mr. Hurt, one of our um, listeners. Thanks so much for leaving that message and giving us your input. Mr. Hurt, uh, we really appreciate it at Let's Talk. And anybody else, feel free to leave me a message. Tell me what you guys think, even if it's like a suggestion, like, this show sucks. Listen, I'll air it. We all, you know, we want to grow. So (laughs) tell me what you think. Um, Please participate and talk about the topics if you're interested because it's so much fun to hear what you guys think and i think all of our listeners would agree so um with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and talk about episode six today's show what i wanted to talk about with you all and um it's funny because when i started the brainstorm for this show i was in a different space than i am now when i'm actually recording it And that happens sometimes. Um, I had a moment of growth for myself, I want to say, because I, in trying to see other people's perspective, I learned about myself. So um, I'm not going to keep on delaying, you guys. I want to talk about monogamy versus love and how it's widely accepted and I'll say kind of blindly accepted that monogamy and like a romantic relationship have to go hand in hand um, in a lot of people's eyes. This is a a really wide uh, belief over, you know, people that I've met and the opinions I've heard on social media 
and encountering you know everyday life from our television to our radio and everything in between uh people seem to more widely agree than not that if you're in a romantic relationship with someone monogamy is a must and if you're not monogamous you're not in love if that partner of yours is not being just with you sexually or intimate in an intimate setting then you couldn't possibly love that person and i disagree um what i initially wanted to talk about was how i saw something on social media or i should say i keep seeing things on social media about not settling and this is just in a romantic sense i'm not talking about ambitiously as far as career wise or if it's goal oriented or anything like that if you are reaching to do something by all means don't settle but um in a relationship standpoint in a romantic setting i think saying never settle can be very tricky and um selfish maybe a little naive because when you say never settle look at the root word which is settle and that's basically making do with less than um I understand where people say don't settle for someone who, you know, isn't treating you the way you want to be treated. But in that, it's selfish if we don't communicate. I feel that in a lot of romantic um, situations, I've had the opportunity to witness or even be a part of. There was a lot of expecting people to be mind readers going on. And when I say that... I mean, how, for example, how is widely um, expected for people to just be monogamous? So when you get into a relationship with someone, there's rarely ever a talk about, is this relationship going to be monogamous or are we going to, you know, be able to explore other people intimately? And I think it's because we expect the other person to be able to read our mind and just know what we're looking for and I think that's pretty unfair and it's a little naive um, in my opinion as you get older and you start to meet more people and go through things in life I think that our perspectives absolutely change Um, but when you don't when you don't use that same outlook of learning and growing in a romantic relationship it can be detrimental and it's kind of childish to think that um, in this one aspect of your life nothing is ever going to change as far as you just being with them forever um, intimately I'm still talking about intimately I want to make that clear because I absolutely understand that um, I well I absolutely understand that I think <laughs> Monogamy and love are two different things. You can be in love with someone and not necessarily be in a monogamous relationship. But I think that communication is most important. We don't communicate, I feel like, uh, or effectively. And many times we kind of, um, we say a lot of the times what we think the partner might want to hear. And then we never really learn each other. So, um... I asked myself, 
when I saw it, I, I was frustrated when I say it. I'm going back to the never settle quote. And it was something, I can't remember the quote exactly because it, it wasn't just one. It was like a couple that I've been seeing. Like never settle for a man that won't do this or never settle for a lady that can not do that. You know, things of that nature that we see online. I got frustrated instantly because of the advice. Like, this is a tangent topic right now, but it's just so much advice being given out here. I feel like, especially on social media, it's being abused. Um, There's definitely good tips and things to learn from using social media. So, I wouldn't say that everything you see is to be kind of negated. But we've become our own Dr. Phil's online and our own Ian Lafix our lives and these people who seem to know all the answers about other people's lives. <laughs> Everyone has become that um, by giving their two cents. And I realize I'm no different. You know, I have my podcast. I have my voice that I use. And so I had to step back. And that's why I say I learned from this just as much as I hope people can learn from what I'm talking about. Um, Being frustrated at people having an opinion is silly. (laughs) Uh, Even though I felt justified in it because I'm like, well, I'm tired of seeing everybody feel like they know everything. Well, that's the way of the world. So I had to step back and say, you know, that that's just how it's going to be. You can either be on social media or you're not. And since I decided to stay on it, there's nothing I can do. Um, <laughs> but that was my little tangent about the social media gurus and how we all know everything. I was tired of seeing that when I first saw the Never Settle. But then it made me start thinking, um, where is this mindset going um, for this social norm of monogamy and romantic settings? I understand that. This is not every case in every relationship is not um, set up this way, but it's a really large way of thinking. But I feel like people who automatically just accept monogamy and love as one have a lot to learn. For one, I don't think that sex should be the largest part of a relationship. Um, People say, you know, it's important, it's important. Sex is an important part of the relationship. If you're not having sex or if your sex life isn't on point or if you're not satisfied, that can cause issues in a relationship. I absolutely agree. But that's, once again, I think that we should communicate with one another. And I'm not just talking about being satisfied, but our expectations. Um, If sex is the largest part of the relationship and um, people say, you know, Oh, I I just can't see my lover being with another person. If it's that hard for you to fathom another human being engaging in a natural act with another human being, um, then you should really think long and hard about what it is you're looking for in that relationship because it may well just be someone to control. I think it's a, a really thin line between love and manipulation when we begin to talk like that to one another and saying um i can't see you with someone else for one we all come into this world unless you're a twin or a multiple of some sort we come into this world alone um with the help of our mothers or however we got here (laughs) but 
we travel in this world alone. Our high points and low points, though we may share them with others, we feel them and encounter them alone. So when I start to become romantically involved with someone, I am still myself alone. I've just decided to partner with someone in this lifetime. But I don't decide to pledge my body to someone. That's never a decision that I've made. And I think that this mass, you know, thought process of monogamy and love being the same thing has really skewed our vision and our perspective of what it means to have ownership of your body and also what it means to have a partnership with someone else. Partnership does not equal ownership. And if it does to you, then you may not be ready truly to be in a partnership with someone. Um, This might be something that people look for. Every relationship, uh, it has its place on this planet or it wouldn't exist. That's what I think. So if a partnership is not what you're looking for, if you're looking for an ownership, (laughs) as crazy as it sounds, you may be able to find someone who wants to be owned or is interested in that same kind of thing. But to say that a romantic relationship equals me and you belonging to each other is completely wrong. When I eat food and digest it, I have to excrete that waste. My partner does not excrete my waste after I eat it. Therefore, my body does not belong to him. You understand what I mean? And we can get even higher um, on the scale and talk about God and, and the universe and how our bodies are just one aspect of our being. But I'm not even going to go there because I feel like that's a completely different um, episode in itself. <laughs> so I'll save that for another time. But I think that it is very manipulative for someone to say, Oh, you minds. That D is minds. That P is minds. Even if it's in a joking manner, like I've joked, you know what I mean? I'm not above it or anything, but I've realized that is not a true statement and I understand that my P is mine and that D is whoever that D belongs to and it's not important it's really not people who um I've had the conversation about monogamy with they always bring up what well, do you want to catch something if if your partner is allowed to be with multiple people would you want to catch something um no however people that communicate should be able to effectively communicate boundaries, um, safety, responsibility. If you go into a partnership with someone, understanding that there is opportunities of intimacy, excuse me, opportunities of intimacy with other people, it's going to be a common understanding that should be verbalized. I believe in verbalizing things that you want to be known with your partner and anybody that you're interacting with. We're going to be responsible. Um, I also feel like people that don't understand that monogamy and love could be two different things always say, well, if you love me, why would you even want any, want somebody else? Well, I think that it is absolutely natural for us to be attracted to one another. Um, we are electrical beings. We are polar beings in a way because we have a lot of water. We're made up of mostly water. Um, and 
water is polar. I do believe in attractions being made between individuals who may not be in love. There's something known as physical attraction, and I think that it's insecure and egotistic of a partner to say, you don't want me if you want someone else. It makes no sense at all. Because in a candy store, and I'm not saying (laughs) that um, we should be looked at as candy, but in a candy store, if you pick up the Jolly Rancher, it doesn't mean that you don't want the Laffy Taffy. It just means that you have a taste for Jolly Rancher. And I don't think that any, you know, the candy would be upset because it's different flavors for different folks. But romantically, people, I feel like, aren't, strong enough to understand that physical um, intimacy and spiritual partnership is two different things. Uh, When I'm with my partner, the last thing that I want to talk about is, oh, are you looking at that lady over there? No, I'm trying to build with this person. I'm not worried about the you know, flesh. That's the aspect of it that is just not important to me. I think that we put too much on this physical being. Um, Meaning, once again, that monogamy and love being the same thing, we make it like if you love the person, then you can only have physical contact with them. But once again, that doesn't make any sense because we hug our family members, we kiss our grandmothers and grandfathers, we interact with other people. So how is it that romantically all of that just stops? And what is your connection? Once again, is your connection just physical? Well, I know mine isn't. I'm not just looking for someone who can please me physically. Maybe for relationships where people are just looking for... A physical aspect once again I think this goes into people having to be honest I think when I saw the thing about never settling I got flustered that people are looking for partners that are honest to them but are not being honest to these partners and communicating I expect monogamy But if you don't communicate that, it's not fair. I don't think it's really, honestly, I don't think it's fair for you to hold someone to that standard because it's not, it's not law. Like you can't make someone understand that. And I think that if we had those honest conversations, people would not get cheated on so much because cheating, and I don't, honestly, I don't believe in that word um, for relationship because it's not a game. And you're not getting over on anyone by being physical with with another person. I think where you feel cheated is maybe the dishonesty. But that comes from lack of communication. Um, I feel like people, they, I don't know. I'm getting tied up here because every time I talk about it, so many things come up at once. And um, I don't want to, like talk you guys in circles but basically I think that we have to understand that human interaction is inevitable and also be honest in our interactions it goes back to not being 
honest with your partner and then being crazy, like, looking at the partner crazy when you get cheated on. Well, you never truly communicated that this commitment is one of spirituality and physicality. People also confuse, oh, we're in a committed relationship. Committed relationship does not necessarily mean that you can't encounter someone else physically, in my opinion. That's just how I feel. Because a commitment is an obligation, but it is not a law to just interact with the person. Obligation to me is more so of a daily routine, meaning I'm going to make sure that when I'm, you know, making sure myself uh, and my life is together, I'm going to say, hey, is your life together? Are you all right? Are you setting goals and reaching them? I hope that my partner would set goals and reach them and then ask me, are you setting goals and reaching them? To me, that's what a partner and a commitment is. Day in and day out, we're going to help each other stay accountable for whatever it is that we need to stay accountable for. And through our emotional ups and downs, we'll have a person to help us stay accountable. I think it's less about saying, oh, this person belongs to me. That is a prison wards mentality. Um, And if you don't agree with me, that's absolutely okay. I would love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Um, Because I feel like this isn't one that we can just have in a certain a couple minutes and this whole thing is resolved I think it's an ongoing um topic I also kind of feel like I didn't even cover everything I wanted to cover I'm going through my notes and I'm seeing everything that I said but I I feel like I'm leaving some stuff out so definitely send me messages because um I want to have this continue this may you know be a to be continued kind of episode Because it's not a conversation, like I said before, that you can just kind of easily close off. I do think that our, you know, in researching this, I can understand how people's mindset could be skewed to believe that there's only one way of romance. And that love equals sexual monogamy. But people can... Like I said earlier, they can be having sex exclusively um, with just those two and never become romantic. So is it not a reality that it could be the other way around? Like, could they be in a relationship that's romantic and still enjoy other people's sex without it being the end of the world? This also comes, once again, back into ego um, and... Not just ego, but self-security. People will say, well, if I'm putting it down in the bedroom like that, you wouldn't need anyone else. Well, we don't ever need anyone. And I think that is something to be talked about, too. Um, We think that we go into these relationships because we need them. Well, in a healthy situation, that wouldn't be the case. It's definitely um, a benefit to a healthy you know romantic relationship but a need well that is a codependency and we don't want that so when you start mixing sex and codependencies up I see how it gets a little bit crazy but um 
if I'm with you because you are an intellectual and you uplift me and you help me stay accountable, we mesh well, our energies are on the same frequencies, and I enjoy your sex, it shouldn't be a problem if I enjoy someone else's because you're secure in that I enjoy yours. I know, for example, um, my partners, if I found out that you know my partner or partners or whatever have um, dealt with another lady, in the past, I, I wasn't the distraught, how could you do this to me, girlfriend? It was more like, I understand how you, you know, you're human. And um, I'm more so disappointed in the dishonesty than the the actual interaction. Um, because that, I'm not insecure. It's not anything that I feel like you're getting that is so much better that I should feel threatened by. You know, different, absolutely, we're all different. And so that's even interesting. That's a different, um, you know, topic, how how different we are and how different our bodies feel with one another. Um, but I think it definitely takes an open mind and it made me think about how open our minds are as a general global population and how open they are not in a lot of cases. Um, but I'm going to leave off on saying whatever you decide to do, uh, as far as romantically, if it's monogamous or if it's people like to call it an open relationship, I just kind of say, I just call it a partnership because open, it makes it seem like just because you have the option to be intimate with other people, um, you're going, you're with other people all the time to the point where you're never with your actual partner. That was the misconception that I always, I keep hearing from people who are not in relationships that are non-monogamous. So basically people in monogamous relationships assume that people who are in non-monogamous, you like that? <laughs> I can't talk. People who are in non-monogamous relationships um, they're just like screwing everybody all the time. I think it's more so just about the openness and the free opportunity being available, not necessarily taking every opportunity. That's like seeing, you know, um, every person that tries to get your phone number, you give it to them. You know, just because you get a lot of offers doesn't mean that you take every offer you get. And I think that it's a little silly for people who are in monogamous relationships to think that way if they do but I had to go off on that quick tangent because I heard that before too like well I mean if you can don't you think that you're going to do it all the time no actually I don't think so I think it's more so about having the comfortability and not feeling like you are under an ownership or a contract of some sort um, when you're with another person I think that a partnership that is less physical and more mental, spiritual, and emotional is more freeing, in my opinion. But what I was going to say, it doesn't matter what you, you know, what you choose. I just hope that we can all be open to seeing each other's um, different perspectives and seeing how we live our lives. And instead of judging, because a lot of people judge, um, not even just people in monogamous relationships, but people who choose non-monogamy, um, you know, they can say, well, 
you guys are worried about the wrong things and all this. I may even be guilty of looking at people who mix monogamy and love as one as foolish. (laughs) Um, And that's a flaw because I can't say what works for someone else. I think we should all be open to finding out what works for ourselves, being honest with the people we encounter and want to become romantic with, want to go into these partnerships with. Let's be honest with them and ourselves so we can all find a better way to love each other. That's what it's really about. We won't be having our hearts broken so much if we are honest with ourselves and honest with each other. If you like to sleep with multiple women as a young man, I think it's your duty to let it be known. If you like to sleep with multiple men as a young lady, I think it's your duty to let it be known to your partner because... If not, that's when hearts become broken. You never know what someone is willing to understand if you help them understand. And for example, if it's absolutely not your thing to be with other people while in a romantic relationship, you should make it known. And I think the commitment part and the obligation part will come in when you both agree to live the same lifestyle. I don't see a lot of people agreeing to live the same lifestyle and then, you know, being happily ever after. I usually see um, somebody coercing one person to do something they don't want to do when things aren't honest. So I implore us all to be honest and um, just see it from other people's perspective. All right, I'm getting out of here, guys, because I've been talking in a circle up and down all around. Um, I looked up these definitions uh, for commitment and to commit in the dictionary app. If you're wondering where I got my information, um, I've seen so many relationships and relationship scenarios uh, on social media and in my life and in my everyday experience to help me gather this information. Um, if you want to find out more about me and my crazy non-monogamy views, you can totally visit uh, aminabell.com and check out me as a person. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. This one was a different kind of topic, so I hope you guys liked it. I was a little nervous, honestly, um, to talk about this one because it's not as popular as other topics. Not that all my topics are so popular. Sometimes I can bore (laughs) y'all, but um, this one just, I get a lot of backlash from this one. So it was definitely like a leap of courage that I took. So yay. All right. This has been Let's Talk. I'm Amina Bell. Thank you so much. Peace and blessings.